0: I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my creative healing course is filled with hours of exclusive content. Available now at AskCraig.net Hi there. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about stress and breakups. You know, Margaret, one of the unfortunate things about life is that we can't always focus on our connection. We can't always focus our our relationship. We have other priorities. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes those other priorities are stressful or difficult situations. And one of those big things is work. We all, or most of us, have to work. And a lot of times, work means putting pressure on us, um, doing things we don't want to do, being in uncomfortable situations,
1: having too many demands on us, yeah.
0: And feeling getting pulled in a lot of different directions. Maybe we have to work long hours, or stay in a situation where people don't treat us well. And so, That can have a major
1: effect on our relationship. Absolutely it can. So Margaret's got some good research today to talk about this. Before I did the research, I thought to myself, how many jobs have I had in my professional life? And it turned out to be ten. Wow. Okay? Out of that, I had three excellent bosses. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You want to think about the other seven? Okay? And if you have a good boss, life is usually okay. Mm -hmm. If you have a not good boss, whatever the reason is, life can be very, very difficult. And that's a fact of life. Okay? Anyway, um, recently I've heard any number of times that so and so was under so much pressure at work that he or she really couldn't focus on the relationship. Yeah. And one of the things we have to say to that is just what your little daughter says. What does she say? No. 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 (laughs) No. We need to think of that. We learn to say no for a good reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, we're all going to do the best we can at a job. Of course, we all want to excel. But if it gets destructive to us, you really have to stand back and look at it. Mm -hmm. Okay. and think about it, these days there's so much communication, your boss can call you anytime. Back in the old days that wasn't so easy, but now we have cell phones and emails and yeah. texts and so forth, and it's easy to be hounded 24-7, yeah. right? Um, and we need to establish some boundaries to protect ourselves. Some of the end, the end result, if we're too stressed, if we're too upset, um, if we're too aggravated, if we're beating ourselves up for not excelling, That's going to lead to burnout. Sure. Uh, Burnout is a terrible thing. Yep. And here are some of the early signs of burnout or that you're in a destructive situation. And before you go on, I just want to say
0: that you need to be aware of this when your ex comes back or for your other romantic relationships. You've got to be aware that these kind of things are what make or break a relationship.
1: Absolutely. This is serious business.
0: When, at the end of the day, you have to be able to shut off and say, that's it for today with work. Now I need to go enjoy my partner, my family, my friends,
1: and go do it.
0: And just shut it off
1: to the best that you can. Right. Exactly. We have to learn how to cope with it. But anyway, some of the early signs, anxiety irritability, difficulty concentrating, frequent headaches, stomach aches, and insomnia. Mm -hmm. How many people can relate to that? Just about everybody, I bet. Yep. Okay?
0: Um, Especially if you're working with family members at Noodles, Noodles, Noodles. Noodles, Noodles,
1: (laughs) noodles, yeah, or any noodle factory that Mm -hmm. comes along. Mm -hmm. Um, When stress is severe, the body reacts. The brain signals the nervous system to release stress hormones. Adrenaline and cortisol are probably the best known. So there's a cascade of chemical events that prompts the body to redirect blood flow to the large muscles and the heart, which in turn elevates respiration, pulse, blood pressure, and prepares the body for physical response. Skeletal muscles are also activated, resulting in tension that can help guard against injury and prepare the body to escape the situation so we get primitively prepared for fight or flight okay wow. now it's kind of you know imaginary and metaphorical but we still have the body reaction that prepares us for a battle and i looked desperately to find something i had once heard um, done by an old comedian and she talks about getting to the grocery store and having your buttocks tense so you can throw your spear at the lady in front of you who hit you with her basket. Mm-hmm. You know, because we get the same biological response. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's no joke. I mean, it messes with your hormones. And, oh, yeah. Um, and if you have a, a certainly an adrenaline discharge, but even a cortisol discharge, um, it takes a while to come down from that, to calm down from that. And those are not chemicals that you want.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And then people say, well, don't take it so seriously, don't take it to heart, don't take it personally. Who can do that, right? Um, This is the famous fight-or-flight response that our ancestors relied on to to flee from predators or to stand their ground to defend their territory. It's a robust system that was well-designed to cope with challenges of survival in a harsh ancient environment, but now can seem excessive when triggered by bad traffic a fight with a family member, or a problem at work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the response is hardwired and it's difficult to disengage from it. But if it's triggered too much and too often, it can become a real problem. In the short term, these physiological changes are intended to increase one's chances of survival. But unfortunately, these involuntary unconscious systems are not well designed to deal with chronic long-term stressors, particularly those of an emotional nature. Wow. Yeah. All this can have an impact on our physiology, starting with high blood pressure. And there's a whole list of physical ailments you can get from being too stressed for too long. Think about guys in war. You know, think about, think about being in Vietnam back there, or Iraq, or just awful. Managing stress. Now that you have recognized it and named it, and remember, the first thing to do with anything is first name it, recognize it, and name it. Give it a name. Um, You can call it stress, you can call it any naughty word you like, but name it. So you have a word to refer to it by. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you can begin to talk about it. And talking about it will bring some relief. Now, there are people who want to come home from work and talk about what happened during the day as soon as they come in the door. That's fine. There are other people who say, I didn't want to talk about it till tomorrow or three days from now, and that's fine too, as long as you have an available outlet where you can talk about it, because talking about it is the only way to manage it. Sometimes it's also really helpful to write it down, which I hadn't really thought about it, which I hadn't really thought about Um, because the minute you get it out of your head and down on a piece of paper, it's a little less scary, and you can begin to look at it and figure out how you're going to handle it. And once you put your thoughts and feelings together and make a list of what you're going to do, you're going to feel at least a little bit better. Because what happens when we're really stressed out like that is we feel helpless, and there's no worse way to feel.
0: All right. I think it's important to handle your stress on the car ride home, if as possible. best you
1: can yeah right.
0: listen to music listen to a talk show you really like yeah. listen to us you should hear how often <laughs> yes I hear listen that to us
1: yeah we'll cheer you right up my bad jokes will straighten your day right out mine might
0: make them worse but
1: yeah all right um, but you have to do whatever you can to take care of yourself yeah um, and of course many people because we all have that critical inner voice is going to say it's your fault okay if you were performing better, none of this would be happening to you. And it may be that your boss is absolutely bonkers. Mm-hmm. And we've known a couple of those, haven't we? We were at one together. We did, yes. We <laughs> had one together, yes. Um, thoughts, thoughts. For example, might read like my boss thinks I can do the work of four people. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if there've been layoffs in the company, they certainly want you to do the work of four people. Um, I feel <laughs> angry about being overloaded. Okay? So get your thoughts out there and make a sentence. I plan to talk with him or her about how overburdened I'm feeling. Some people can do that. Some people get really anxious. But if you can, it's very well worth it. Mm-hmm. And I can remember a boss I would have who kept saying, Oh, I keep forgetting that I gave you more cases than anybody else. Well, you better damn well remember the next time, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Um, And I said, I wrote down here, yeah, I had 10 bosses, three of them were wonderful. And it's a joy to work for a good boss, right? Mm -hmm. You enjoy your job, you enjoy what goes on. Um, It's important to remember that stress is normal and it's part of working. Now, you know, sometimes we're all in a situation where we can't quit because we need the money, but we can always make a short-term plan to cope, and a long-term plan to look for another job. That's right. Okay? It's just and not And the worth minute it. you even start to look for another job, you feel better. And I can remember working in a circumstance one time where the pressure was just awful. We all had way too many cases and difficult cases at that. And the boss kept expecting more and more and more. So what we would do is we would leave copies of our resume and the want ads in the copy machine, mm-hmm. and we found out after a while it worked. He'd get hysterical, and at the next staff meeting there'd be a cake. <laughs> <laughs> so you can be driven to acting out a little. Yeah, um, but you know it's important, and that's one of the reasons why we need a partner. You know, why do you have a partner? So I can come home and and vent if I need to and. And get some support with how obnoxious this whole situation really is. It's now, helpful
0: to keep things in perspective. It really though. is. But, but you know, in the sense of like, you have to enjoy life. And we all have responsibilities and things that we have to do. But if it's really bringing you down and ruining your oh, yeah. mental health it. or ruining your relationship, it, is it really worth it? Is it really and really I think many people that have gotten broken up with her thinking, I wish I hadn't have made my job a priority.
1: Now here's the other tricky thing that can happen. Bosses are way too much like parents. Okay? And our unconscious mind can very easily mix them up. So if you have a demanding boss and if you got in trouble as a kid for not measuring up to what your parents wanted, that is not a good situation Mm -hmm. because your unconscious can can hand you all those feelings that you had when you were a kid. I talked to somebody who very articulately told me about her partner who had grown up in a family where she was expected to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And so if she could not be perfect at work, she could not live with herself and felt guilty and was beating herself up. And we have to be careful of that sort of thing too. If you have a reaction to a boss or a manager or whoever it is that seems almost out of proportion to the situation, ask yourself is there anything else going on here? Does this person remind me of anyone? Okay? Because that can mess things up much further. And that can absolutely happen. I have a friend who told me one time that she had to work independently because every time she tried to work with her boss, the boss turned into her mother. (laughs) Okay? Um, None of us is perfect. We can't be. But if you're in a situation where you feel like somebody's giving you the dickens for something you did or didn't do, that can make you feel like a little kid. All right? And you're not going to put up with too much of that, I hope. No. Um, You're going to say, I'm a grown-up. I'm not going to be made to feel this way. And you can go back to a boss, which I have done several times, and say the way you talked to me last week was disrespectful, and it can't continue. Wow. Okay. I'm tougher than I look, you know. Margaret's tough. I am tough. I may I may look warm and fuzzy, but don't mess with me. Do um, not. No. Um, and if that happens, immediately reorient yourself to being a grown-up. Okay? Because they can leave you feeling like you're 10, you know. And in trouble for something. And I've also worked with people who were always terrified of getting in trouble for something. And I always, and I didn't know any of them well enough, but I always wanted to say, tell me about your family of origin. Did you have to worry all the time about getting in trouble? Yeah, no? I can think
0: of someone off the top of my head that was the can same you? way. Yeah, who yeah. was the same way, sure. Yeah.
1: It happens. So just be aware. Okay? But but take care of yourself. I think that's part of what we're saying. Take
0: care of yourself. Take care of your Take care of your stress. Yeah. And, you know, if you can find different ways to manage it outside of your relationship, that would help too. So you don't put a burden on your partner right. every day of right. talking about a, a bad boss or yeah. something like that. Um, you know, you always have choices. And you don't have to stay in a work-related situation where you don't want to be. Right.
1: And, you know... One of the reasons we have partners is so that we can have them help us with these situations. That's part of part of a relationship. Yeah. You know?
0: Okay. Good stuff. So, of course, if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret, of course, is available for Skype coaching. And if you feel that I can be helpful to you, please sign up. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. That's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.